my God, I love it. I love everything about it. <laughs> I love everything about it. Everything, everything. about it. I love it. Light Workers Unite is a podcast and social show hosted by intuitive women, light workers, and most importantly, friends, Mayuman Manjeet. Welcome to our podcast, Light Workers Unite, where we believe there is a light worker within all of us. Whether you are a medium, an educator, or a nuclear medicine technologist, there is a light worker within you, and we have work to do. This is a safe and sacred place where light workers connect, grow, and learn, and share our light with the world. So, yeah, here we are. Um, Thanksgiving is coming up. Thanksgiving, coming up. Are you are you going to eat turkey? Are you a, do you guys do turkey? No. Yeah, yeah, else? we do. Oh. No, we do yeah. turkey. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you do. Yeah, we okay. like it. Yeah, I love it. I love it. I love it. Yeah, we were going to, um, <laughs> I, I don't <laughs> I don't know if ever, anyone heard, but I love it. Yeah. Um, I, I'm not sure. I think, yeah, we're going to probably have just a little Thanksgiving dinner here because, you know, Grandpa Tim's living with us now. So yeah. we'll probably just do something kind of quaint and and yeah. small and and lovely. And, and a little Janice know. apple pie. Will you do it again for Thanksgiving? Oh, absolutely. Yes, yeah. I know. She will come and channel my uh, apple pie skills because that is something I've that. never made before. And she did teach me how to do that. So mm-hmm. it's her special recipe. And you'll hear a little bit more about um the serendipitous events in our last episode. If you didn't catch yes. that one, um, yes, exactly. Yes, how about you guys? You're gonna do roast beef and rice, <laughs> <laughs> right? Roast beef. No, um, we are a turkey family. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. My mom used to always do a little fried rice on the side, but not anymore. Not anymore. So, and she's not cooking oh. anymore. So, yeah, which kind of leads mm-hmm. me into. This, this episode is what we're deciding to talk about, you know, being an empath and uh, I have so many, um, sitters, clients or whatever, people that get readings with me and soul sessions that talk about how they're feeling depleted and, um, Mm. and fatigued and they don't know why. And then, you know, come to find out what they do in their work. They're around a lot of people who are really sucking the energy out of them. And I know we've talked about it before, but I just thought maybe a little touch on being an empath and how to protect your energy, what to do. And I just thought it would be really interesting because it's happening so much in my life right now with my mom. Um, Yeah. Tell us about that. Well, she's, she's been living with us. It'll be three years this Thanksgiving, actually. Holy cow. Wow. But in these last three years, what happened with her moving in is it slowed her way down. She didn't have to drive as much as she Mm -hmm. used to. So she really can't drive. Um, She's having the depletion in her muscles and her energy and her mind. So dementia has been really sinking in yesterday. John was talking to her and she told him that she went and had pho at the restaurant down the street. When I know for a fact that she did not do that, I gave her lunch and she was, you know, with me downstairs. But when John saw her, he would, then he was confused. Like, Oh, you did. Well, who, who did you go with? I went by myself and he's like, oh, wait, boy. did you drive? And she goes, no, I walk it's not too far. It's very close. And he's like, we know for, damn sure she did not walk to the restaurant Mm. that did not happen but her she believed this yeah it was it was a really um a profound realization of awareness that wow now it's entered a different level of confusion 
Um, yeah. Other than yeah. remembering and repeating the same stories, now it's pure like stories that she's telling herself that she believes is real. So it's scary. Wow. My whole part is when I sit with her, which is a lot, I try to, in between readings and work and soccer games and life, you know, I am with her a lot and I take care of her and make sure that she eats and all this stuff. And I find, Manji, that I take on her energy. Like I'll fall asleep if I sit there for 10 minutes. It's insane. And I, and I catch myself. I'm like, why am I so fucking tired? It's her energy just goes, it pulls me down. It feels Mm -hmm. dense. And, uh, and me, someone who's always saying, I got to protect yourself. I forget every single time because it's Mm -hmm. in my house. She's you know, I'm going to go sit with my mom. I'm going to have lunch with her. And next thing I know, I am taking on all kinds of uh, energy. I feel depleted, fatigued. I get sleepy. Um, I feel like I don't want to do anything. All my motivation is like done and it, it'd be mm-hmm. smack in the middle of the day. And I could have just, you know, been working in a circle and I'm all high vibe and I go sit with her and it goes. Vroom. Yeah. Well, and I mean, I mean, I remember, remember we, um, <laughs> we were scheduled to podcast and Yes, that's kind of when we started first identifying, right? Like, oh my gosh, you're in her vortex. Like you're getting trapped into her time dimension because mm-hmm. um, we had scheduled a um, a podcast and Mame has never done this before, uh, but she was a complete no-show. Yeah, complete no-show. <laughs> she, she was hilarious. I was texting I was like, and I was like, okay, I wonder what's uh, going on. But it was a holiday. So I thought oh. maybe we just got our wires crossed. It was like no big deal at all. But I got this frantic text from you like an hour and a half later, like, oh my gosh, man. It was 30 minutes, 30 minutes later. Was it 30 minutes later? <laughs> it was 30 minutes later. Oh, yeah. wow. It felt like yeah. a long longer. I'm sure it Maybe did. I didn't get to it till later, but we that's were... what it was. You didn't respond to me until, yeah, it was 30 minutes after. And I was like, oh my God. And cause you had fallen asleep. <laughs> cause you were like, I just went yeah. back to bed. It was the morning yeah. after Labor Day weekend or something like that. Yeah. 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 And it was like, wow, you, that's, that is really, and it's not something that you normally have to do is protect yourself from her. Right. Like, but so that's why I think that is where, where I think empaths, this is a great like learning opportunity for us is sometimes we don't understand or realize that we have to start creating these, this protection, Mm -hmm. um, around people that we never did before. And it's not a bad thing. It's just, it's something new. Yeah. Yeah. It's something new. Exactly. It's really scary because it, it, Mm -hmm. it, I was sucked in and it wasn't like I was, I was kind of sleeping fatigued with her, but I time stood still. So I was very aware that like, you know, and then all of a sudden I had no mind of no mindset of it at all it was it left my sensory. And, mm-hmm. um, and then it was kind of like, you know, coming out of it, like, Oh, I wonder what time is it? Oh my God. Holy <laughs> shit. I can't <laughs> believe this. And I felt so, I felt so bad, so horrible bad. And, um, and that happened to oh. a client, one client where again, yeah. so I don't sit with her anymore like that <laughs> in between readings because it, it sucks me in this vortex. It happened to one yeah. client and I felt horrible because I really pride myself on being on time with all of my readings and all my circles. Yeah, and so I was like devastated that I did this 
for myself. I was oh, really myself my up. Gosh. So the energy of, of me being extra super sensitive too, right? We're empaths. And so I'm, I am always kind of tapping into other people's energy, but my mom's energy is so dense and so, mm. um, uh, strong is the word it's, it's so strong. So it like pulls like a magnet, you know, and sometimes it's at the opposite where I just don't want to sit with her. And I just can't, I just don't want to. Um, Anyway. um, I feel like too, there's like, it's not just like what I'm really picking up with that too. It's not just like that, you know, you're a really powerful empath and you know, I feel like it's ancestral too. I mean, you share DNA, right? Mm-hmm. And so I think there's like this ancestral energy that's also weighing in that can also create the density yeah. that, you know, we maybe wouldn't necessarily feel in this, at, to this magnitude, if it were just, you know, like a client, right? It yeah. you, ha- you have this shared DNA that it feels very, ancestral feels right. It feels like there's a lot of things happening at the same time in this vortex. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I would agree. And she's completely gone. We already talked about this in the other episode, but all the shows that she's choosing to watch are all these Vietnamese small villages. Um, She's going back to her, her culture, her childhood, and she's just kind of locked in. And a lot of it is the same stuff over and over again. John Corelli. I mean, he's trying to work out of the house. Sometimes he's like texting me, you know, your mom's watching this shit again. And he, he he's like, I can play this music in my head over and over again, whether it's, you know, talent shows from Vietnam or uh, tragedies and hurricanes and tsunamis. And I, I mean, once I walked down and there's a snake eating a goat, like what the fuck? So she <laughs> is really in this weird, weird mindset. <laughs> I'm like, mom, I'm like, I can't regression. Yes, it is regression for sure. And -hmm. so that worries me too, with this knowledge, I can feel it. I can feel it happening. I'm witnessing for my eyes, her disappearing. So the empath in us, and and, oh, it's okay. Mm. It's been, it's up and down. I have good days, bad days. Um, But I, I need to remember to do this. And, and this goes for all of you out there, light workers that are working with taking care of someone. And it, honestly, even if it's your children and your, your husband, yeah. we still have to kind of maintain our, our energy space. Absolutely. And I like, I like to picture mine with my arms outstretched and like, I'm in this beautiful mm-hmm. bubble. Most of the time it's pink, but I, sometimes I have to do white where I just need it to protect me. And it's like a plexiglass. And so things will just yeah. kind of bounce off of it. I, and I can yeah. feel protected or um, not protected, but just what's the word I'm looking for? Just uh, not even safe. Like the boundaries up. Yeah. You know, yeah. Like, boundaried. You feel, I know there's a lot of <laughs> people have a lot of aversion to protection boundaries. Some people have feel like they don't like these words, right? I don't, um, I would so, say it's a fear-based word, protect myself yeah. from what, you know? Yeah. 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 And so I think that's a really important distinction is to just find the word that really resonates with you. Um, like for me, I don't have that aversion to the word protection myself. I, I see it as a very empowered word, you know? So I, I don't feel like, for me, it's like, I'm protected, 
like by spirit and by me. And I'm, I am in my sovereignty. I'm in my power. I'm protected. I'm good. Mm -hmm. You know? So, um, but, but boundaries as well is another triggered word. Like a lot of people don't want to create a boundary because it feels like you're discluding people from your energy, Mm -hmm. blocking. Right. And so I think that's a really important piece is, for an empath is finding the wording that really resonates with you so that you can embrace it and really make it your own in that. And and the essence of it is essentially saying, I will not allow energy to deplete me from the outside in. I I refuse that. Right. So um, I have a client of mine that uses the word guarded. I'm guarding. I I'm because she's really into guardian angels. Right. So she's guarded right? That's a word that really resonates with her. And Mm -hmm. I love that. Mm -hmm. Um, another word, um, another client of mine uses, because obviously a lot of our people are empaths (laughs) is, um, is, um, I am, oh gosh, shielded. That was the word. Yeah. Shielded. Mm -hmm. I, 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 my shields are up, shields are up, you know, and that feels a lot more like wonder woman. Yeah. I'm so that it's, Yes. Yeah. And so finding whatever that verbiage is, right. That you can just really own. Otherwise it feels yeah. like, ugh, I don't want to be boundary or protected, or I'm not creating a boundary against you. And because when we don't have that wording, it doesn't, it loses its vibration. It loses its power. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I love, I love that. And just being able to say, I am, I'm in my power. I'm, I'm empowered. That's another great one. To say I'm empowered. This is mm-hmm. this is this is I see you, and I can send you love and light. But I will not accept negative energy, fear, and doubt from this other from from the people around me. Mm-hmm. Exactly, exactly. But and my word has always been maintain. I because it feels to me mm-hmm. like I'm a, a, a powerful strength. Like nope, I maintain this space right here. This is my space. Mm-hmm. I maintain it, and you can't. Know, just maintaining the the boundary. Um, I, I love it. I really do feel like I wanted to tell people because I've had some people say, "Oh, so I'm just a terrible visualizer. I have a really hard time visualizing a pink bubble or whatever, a wall or a boundary. Like how, how then? Therefore, I feel like it's not happening." And I want to say, it's all about intention. You know, you teach this yes. too. It's all about your intention. You don't have to visualize it perfectly and using yeah. your words and call upon, you know, whoever you need to, or just say, I am right now maintaining my space. I'm protected. I'm shielded. I'm guarded, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And nothing can come into my space right now. And yeah. that's your intention, period. And it, it's not like, oh, I forgot to zip up this one area. Oh no. And something's going to leak in. It is like, nope, mm-hmm. it's up. It's up. And so it really, I would love to have a way or means of kind of testing it, everyone. Like the next time I go downstairs and hang out with my mom, I'm going to put my pink bubble Mm. of light up. You know, I want love to come in and out. Anything that serves me can come in and out, but everything else that doesn't serve me is going to bounce right off of it. So I'd love to see if I could, I'm going to start practicing this because this is something I wanted to talk to you about was, oh my God, I am so in the moment rushed. I sit down and then, oh, you know, and like you said, I'm sucked, sucked in. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sucked oh. into that vortex. So yeah. if I come down, I'm going to first try pink. I'm going to see how pink feels. 
I'm going to sit in it with the intention. I'm going to still talk, but I'm going to know that it's up and I'm going to see what happens, you know, because uh, yeah. maybe I need white or maybe I need a different, you know, uh, maybe I need a shield. <laughs> I'm not quite sure. Whatever yeah. it is, I'm going to see and test it. And I'm going to kind of want to take notes and say, okay, on this day at this time, I sat with my mom inside my pink bubble of light. And on this day, I did white. And on this day, I did a shield or what have you. And just see what transpires. How do I feel? What happens to my energy? Maybe nothing. I love it. Yeah. To have actual uh, tangible knowledge and information, um, the experience. Yeah. I know and we you can even journal about it, you know? Well, that's what I said. And you I could even write it down. Right. Oh yeah. Yeah. I love yeah. that. Cause then you're, yeah. it's actually like, you're really creating like a scientific experiment then, right. It becomes that's, a case to prove. Um, that's exactly I think this what is I said. Mm-hmm. great for like, um, like our listener out there to maybe number one is identifying who you lose time and space with. Where do you, who, who is that person in your life that you can identify? Cause I think that's number one is identify, wow, I really do lose my energy when I'm around this person. And it can be yes. somebody you really deeply love deeply it, and love. it's not a bad thing, but if it's not serving you, this is what, this is what this conversation's about. Right. Yeah. So How do you, yeah. I think number one is acknowledging like who, who are those people that you may have unintentionally or, or, um, unknowingly are falling into their empathic vortex. vortex. <laughs> Wait, you know, <laughs> that might be the people? name of this episode. <laughs> be like empathic vortex. vortex. I know. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I'm totally resonating with you because I have this with my daughter, with Mira. Mm. I, if she is off in any way, um, and it's so weird. I feel really bad saying it, but I, it's not it's the same with Mina. It, it, I obviously feel a lot of, we, we share a lot of energy, but yeah, Mira is for whatever reason, uh, I don't know, we're both little cancer signs and we're, we're very similar in a lot of ways. And we sh- obviously share DNA. Um, but whenever she's off in any way, I feel it hard. Mm-hmm. I really feel it. And I, like, I, I remember I came home from work one time and I was like, oh, Mira has a fever. And, you know, William was like, what? No, she's fine. And sure as shit, I hadn't even seen her yet. I was just like, I feel like Mira has a fever, you know? Oh, interesting. And sure as shit, she had a fever, you know? And it was just like, I just, we've always had that connection. Uh-huh. And this last week, you know, she's been a little bit ill. She has a, a job working with little kids right now um, as a teacher, right? As an assistant teacher. And uh, of course, so she's getting all of these, like all uh, these yeah. kids germs, right? Does she everywhere. have her bubble up? <laughs> Tell her yeah, well, her that's exactly. Yeah, I'm going to make sure she listens <laughs> yes. to those episodes. But I, it was so amazing because, you know, she, I, I was, I, I've been picking up on all of her energy that has been really, it's, it's draining. And so when you, when you mentioned your mom, I was like, oh, holy shit, this is exactly, I didn't Mother quite daughter. put my finger on it, that, mm-hmm. that this might be somebody that I am so intertwined with and yeah. lovingly intertwined with. Not that I, I don't ever want it to go of course away, not. Exactly. but I can't get, I don't want to feel her ailments. Like that no, doesn't no, no, serve no. us, right? As as empaths, it's just oh really God. destructive. Fucking, it is. I'm scared yeah. to death that I'm going to be forgetful. Like all of a sudden, I'm um, like, oh my, 
you know what is happening. And, and yeah. remind me, I have to tell you something when you're talking about Mira too. I don't want to forget. Um, <laughs> I am starting to, my mom has, I don't know, like four, literally, I'm not lying, four or five cups of coffee laying around, like near yeah. her. And then at the sink and in her bedroom, um, at the side table, on the way to the bathroom, it, it, they're like everywhere. And then she'll collect them and she'll have them all there. And they're all probably a quarter full. And I'll I'll go there and just laugh. I'll be like, oh, hmm, one, two, three, four, five. Like, mom, you have five cup of, cups of coffee here. Which one would you like? And she goes, I do. And she looks and she la- we just laugh. I have to make her laugh every damn day. Mm. Like whatever. I go, mom. I go, well, you are really thirsty today. Look at all these here. I go, I found one over here. I found one over here. And I laughed at her and I said, You are so crazy. And she goes, Oh my gosh. Oh, she laughed so hard. So then we'll condense. Well, I came up here right before us podcasting. And what did Mayum Corelli do? I had two cups of coffee from this morning sitting up here. And then one on my vanity in my bathroom. I was like, Holy (laughs) what the hell is happening to me? Oh my God, it's happening. I'm in the vortex and now I'm doing this. <laughs> I was like, don't, oh I can't look Johnson. You cannot, if you see what the F. So anyway. Like mother, like daughter. Oh God. Yes. Yes. It's rubbing off on me. I, all, all kinds of things oh are like all of the, all of the, the density of her, of the forgetfulness, um, the fatigue, not picking up. I'm starting to mm. feel it. I'm starting to take it on. And then all of a sudden wow. my workspace gets messy. I have two cups, three cups of coffee laying around. I'm like, oh my God, I'm my yeah, mother. No. Yes. You're your mother. I oh know. my gosh. So while well, you were talking with Mira and I'm wondering That's too, hilarious. if this is the same thing for me and my mom, I saw this cord um, and that was actually at the base of your spine both of you mm. that was attached you know like it was coming out of yours and into her like both just kind mm. of back and forth at the base and I thought that's interesting so root chakra right and yes. then I was like that that's what I saw and um and I saw the well like the energy inside of it <laughs> like just funneling oh, yeah. back and forth right? Yeah. It's like an umbilical cord, right? Like it's it's like an umbilical. It is. And I asked, is this an umbilical cord? Is it in the wrong spot? I'm all having this conversation with my guides in my head. Like, shouldn't I be coming out of maybe like the belly button or something? And they said, no root chakra. No, it's root. Yeah. 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 Crazy. I believe it. Yeah. I feel that for sure. And, and, and I wonder if your mom, you know, it's the same with you and your mom. It is exactly. And, um, it, it's it's just really interesting because we we didn't um, know exactly what we we're going to talk about in this podcast, but I just knew we need to talk seren- about being empathic. But yeah, the serendipity right. of this is really interesting. It's mothers and daughters, yes. and it's about the connection, right? That we share. That is, um, it can be very beautiful and very powerful, but also it can be a little bit draining and a little bit. Like, you know, so yes. how do you recommend like, um, mitigating that, that drainage? I mean, if there's actually like a cord there, well, that's like what talking I saw about. was the cord. And I thought, Ooh, that's, that's not good. Yeah. <laughs> that's how I yeah. felt. I was like, there's so many. Oh, I thought it was good. I well, thought that was really good. Interesting. I think I feel like, well, it is if both 
people are um, thriving and in alignment with who they are. If one mm-hmm. is not, and one is depleted, and in the case of my mom, who's kind of headed in a different path, right? She's kind of mm. headed down. She's more like on the exit, right? And I feel like I'm still on the freeway. So if she's yeah. you know wanting to exit, and then we're tied together, it can pull me. Ah, yes. So yes. that's why I was kind of like asking Archangel Michael, like who showed up here earlier, I could feel him, his heat. And I thought, can I cut this? And I got to know, just so mm. you know, I got to know because it's going to serve f- for whatever lesson we are connected that way. So I think I just have to, I know, um, yeah, I just have I, to, I, I feel like I can clear it. Right. Yeah. And I can clear her auric field, clear mine so that the energy is lighter. I want her to have joy and happiness. And I mean, I can make her laugh and her little oh, her teeth are all falling out, yeah. man. She, she's so cute, but she's, oh, I can at least make her. her laugh so hard. And I figure, okay, uh, that's it. Cause she has no desire to go or do anything except go to pho and the casino. And I can't do that every day. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. But I can clear this. I can clear, they show me the, it's like this little plastic tube, this cord. Mm. And where it can get dark and brown and full of gunk and toxicity, toxicity, toxicity. And yeah, I can clear it. And they showed me that it can be white. Oh, so, I love that. Yeah. That's let's, how, do that. then, let's do that. Set the intention. Okay, let's do that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like right now. Isn't that weird? But isn't yeah, weird no, that I, I think that's interesting. Yeah, no. And I believe it. I, and I, I, I totally agree. I think that it's, um, it feels, it does feel good, but it, it, but it also having awareness of it, that it can also, it can go rogue like that connection. And I can feel it when it happens. Like I could feel it this weekend and, um, I, I can feel her like when she's upset or doing something, she gets really like this anxiety or this anxious energy that's not normal. And yeah. as soon as I feel it, I just shut it down. And I'm like, okay, Mira, like take a deep breath. You're okay. You're going to be okay. Like, and it's like, that's my way of like saying, okay, no, no, let's clear this. Like breathe, breathe yeah. into this area because you're, you're, it's, it's, it's you're trying to like take off in this other direction in fear mode. That's not where you need, like, it's like, I need to anchor her. Yes. So I think that's yes. why it's interesting. It's in the root chakra because that's right. Mm-hmm. Um, but she is also very much my anchor in the world. Like she is mm-hmm. very practical and very anchoring in a lot of ways. So it's funny because there are times when I'm like, cause when I remember being pregnant with her, Oh my God, I was like meditating all the time. I just painted all the time. I was like, so I mean, listen, my voice is slower. I was uh-huh. so Zen. I was uh-huh. so calm. And she, she's uh-huh. like that for me in my life. So it's like these weird times when she's, she gets off. It's like, I get to be her anchor. And then, but yeah, most of the time off. she's kind of, yeah, it's very interesting that you it picked is. up on that, the root. Yeah. The root chakra. Yeah. yeah the root, like it, it looks like an umbilical cord, like this clear, yeah. And I can That's see exactly what's inside. What like. So maybe just in my meditation, I should just check in and be like, okay, how's, how's our core root cord yeah, looking mom? and take a look at it and then clear it. And I might, I, I haven't cleared her since she's been here. Like I'll do her. Oh, room. I haven't done yeah. her. I'm going to do this. 
Because yeah, oh, I, I just it. feel like so. So we empaths feeling and all these connections, and so I'm hoping that this helps our listeners to understand, you know, how spirits involved. Notice in your meditations what comes up for you when you're saying, "Gosh, when I'm around this person, this is how I'm feeling," and then what you can do yeah. about it. Yeah, some yeah. people lose friendships because of that. They're like, I can't hang out with them. They're too toxic and negative and I exactly. can't do it. And that may be the case where it's time to move on, but maybe wouldn't it be nice if you could understand what's happening and how you could protect, maintain, shield, guard your space and so that you can yeah. still be with that person without having it bring you down. Yeah, yeah, I love that. And I keep hearing like, you know, like the four agreements too, like that keeps coming, coming forward too. that, you know, this isn't about, you know, you taking things personally either. Cause when I, when our defenses are down as an empath, right. We, when our defenses are low, we, we kind of abandon those four agreements, right. The McDonald Miguel Ruiz four agreements yes. where number one, we do take things more personally than maybe we should. Mm-hmm. Right. And then, and then maybe number, number did I say number one? I don't even know what I said. Number one, take things personally. And number two, we are, when we're, when as empaths, we're depleted, we make a lot more assumptions than maybe we should. Yes. You know, about these people in our lives that might be draining us and not, you know? So Mm -hmm. I think that those two things were really sticking out uh, as far as being an empath, maybe reminding ourselves, where am I taking things personally? Are my defenses low? You know, am I, you know, because I don't, they're living their life. Yeah. Right. They're living their life. And maybe this isn't about me. Yeah. <laughs> you know? yes. I can maintain my power. I can maintain myself and my power and not let it deplete me by invoking mm. those, those, you know, those two powerful agreements just on its own. Yeah. Yes. I love it. I agree. Yeah. It is scary. Cause you know, it. with our husbands, I always think um, I can tell right away when Johnny's upset, stressed, anger, frustrated. I can oh, feel for it. Sure. I can feel it when he pulls in the freaking garage. I'm like, oh great. Absolutely. And um and I <laughs> no. And because of that, I feel it and I'm not actually protecting myself. Then I'm worried that I actually then send it back. Like I'm already annoyed and agitated. So I want to be careful of that where I can feel yeah. it and I react of that where he'd be like what's wrong with you? I haven't said anything and you're already pissed off at me. And I'd be like, and in my head, I'm saying, oh dude, I can feel all of you and I don't want it. So I'm like, and, and uh, I need you're to already careful. reacting. I'm yeah. already reacting. Right. Uh-huh. Yeah. No, and I think that's a really, really powerful thing. We empaths do. We are constantly, and maybe making a bit of an assumption as well. Like yes, maybe that was an opportunity I'm- for him to vent and clear. So you could just, just hold space for him to clear that energy out of himself and then mm-hmm. you'd be fine. Right. Like, mm-hmm. but we, we, um, yeah, the people that are closest to us we kind of jump the gun sometimes. Yeah. I find for me with the, with the empath being an empath, a strong empath and, and generally, um, I'm pretty sunny, you know, a pretty optimistic kind of person. Yeah. Um, and um, I've had multiple people in my family tell me this many times when I'm not in a good mood, yeah. then they're not in a good mood. And, right. and I'm like, that's really kind of shitty for me because that yep. means I can't be in my own process. Right. I can't, I don't, I'm not allowed to do that then because then I'm, I'm shifting everyone that's- else's energy. So a big part of my, like my family dynamics is 
really empowering each person in my family to own their own power mm-hmm. and not let me, you know, or other people's energy sway them, get them off their own power. Exactly. You know, because I'm like, that's a lot for me, guys. Why well, don't yeah. <laughs> I don't want to be responsible for everyone's good mood every fucking no. day? Oh my no. God. No, I hate that too. Yeah. No, I can't. No, okay. Anybody else relate? Fair. Please comment. Yes, please. please. Let me know. Please. We're not alone. So I'm going to do something fun with my mom. I just thought I'd share here. So be on the lookout. Um, I don't know if you heard this, but on the Today Show, there was this guy who uh, posted 50 days of photos of him playing dead. <laughs> And, oh and it made news where he was like, and he's this big guy and he, they're all random. And it's funny. It's actually kind of funny, but he's just taking wow. his pictures of him. Like he's like a dead body and his intention or, or his hope was that, I don't know, thought maybe when it was kind of funny, but he did it different places for, I think it was 50 days and people Holy started crap. like check in on this. Right. And his hope was like, I don't know, maybe somebody wants it in their movie or their TV and sure as shit. That's what happened. I think he lived in Illinois and, and someone in LA got a hold or saw this and oh flew gosh. him in and put him in mm-hmm. their movie to play dead. And I was laughing so <laughs> hard at this. I was like, are you serious? This is hysterical. And I'm, I'm watching with my mom. I said, mom, I think we should start it. I think I'm going to take pictures of you oh. in random places and you play dead. And we were laughing so hard. And I, I, so oh, I, I started with the first one. She goes, what? You're so silly. I'm not going to do that. And I, and I said, yes, yes, we're, we're going to. I, and she goes, well, we're what if someone, someone's going to think it real, you know? And I said, no, we'll, we'll say this is not real. This is just for fun. Just like he did. And I have to show you this picture and we're going to have to post it on oh, Instagram because I was, gosh dying laughing so hard because she was such a champ i said here mom let's just do one right now it'll be just just pretend and she's she was laughing so hard we were laughing both of us oh i said gosh. all you have to do is close your eyes and just like you know pretend you're dead and she's oh so no I, here you go you ready oh i got my oh, I screen on so you can't see it i'm gonna do this hold on see. one second okay. yes, oh let's see. my gosh so um Look at this. Can oh, you see Oh, gosh. That? I can't. Um, no, you're on your safe screen oh. right now. Oh, I hit none. Oh, yes. I'm so sorry. Sorry, everyone. <laughs> oh. Yes. Oh, my gosh. This is so morbid. Mayum. Oh, it's gosh. so morbid. I think it's hysterical. I don't think it's morbid at all. We were laughing so hard. And then I said, so mom, we'll just go ahead. I go, I'll put you out in the backyard on the grass. And I was totally joking. She laughed so hard. This is the thing that I find oh. so interesting. My, not my real mom, my, my mom before would have been so agitated by me. Like, you oh. don't, don't, that's so dumb. Don't you do that? That, you know, blah, blah, blah. she would have been all angry. This mom laughs oh. hysterically thinks it's so fun and I kind of love it too so I'm like oh Oh, hi what a beautiful gift oh so I mean obviously we're not going to do it but I kind (laughs) of I think it's hysterical I mean if what if someone wants to hire you mom you know dead Asian lady (laughs) I don't know (laughs) oh god holy Um, cow I get on that uh, note on that note (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry I just think you're hilarious. And I love that you're fine. I love how you said this mom, like, you know, it's almost like, you know, you're finding this beautiful, this Mm -hmm. newness, you know, this new, 
way of finding beauty in something that is really traditionally, you know, has been very sad for you. And so Mm -hmm. I just really wanted to acknowledge that for like how beautiful of a lesson that is for me to hear that even during this darkness, during this really difficult time in your life, Mayum, you are finding beauty and laughter and a rebirth of her that you're really enjoying. And I just, I just love you so much for that. Thank I you. Do. So sweet. Aww. Thank you. I know. On that note, <laughs> sorry. That On that comes note. comes across as morbid. <laughs> Not trying to be morbid. I just thought it was funny. <laughs> yeah, I love it. And, and uh, most importantly, she did too, right? So that's, that's amazing. Yeah. yeah it's, it's just so all of it. So win-win. We'll win. how many we get. Well, I'll, I'll have her do it again. I might have to do it for the holidays or something. Just something goofy with a Santa hat on or something. Gosh. I'm going to see if I can get her to lay down on the ground. I'm just so excited. You guys Sorry, have to see your face do explaining this. It's like the most hilarious thing I've ever seen. Oh my god! Um, so All right. Well, thanks for it. everyone well, for I listening. Love you. We hope Happy love Thanksgiving. You That's everyone. right. Happy Thanksgiving. We're so grateful for, for all of our you. listeners. Yeah, grateful yeah. for you and everyone. So enjoy. Eat turkey. Eat good. Um, be safe. Be kind. And be well. Oh, namaste. Love you. Love you. Bye.